Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet this week on the playoffs. And you're going to get $200 in free bets if you win. That's with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am your host, Patrick Lyons, and Susie is my co-host. She'll be here in just a moment because we've got a lot to break down on a big and exciting day for not only Todd Helton, but the, the entire Colorado Rockies organization, Rockies fans around the world We're going to find out if uh, Todd Helton has gotten in or not. Of course, it's prospect season, so we'll talk about some of the news uh, with the young guys for the Colorado Rockies. We'll get into the sale of the Los Angeles Angels and the selling off of a lot of players off of uh, a different American League team Uh, and and what exactly that means and uh, what are the implications for the Colorado Rockies. But let's go ahead and get ourselves started with the Todd Helton Fact of the day. I don't know if anyone's putting their ballot in like right now as we speak, but just in case you can never be sure, last possible second, nearly all players fall off at the end of their career. It happens to the best of them. Susie, has it ever happened to you? You haven't fallen. You're still in your peak. You're in your prime years. I never do anything last minute, first of all. You are, you are in the, you are still in your prime. So you don't know what it's like to be at the tail end of your career. I have no idea what that's like. What is it like, Patrick? Uh, I will let you know when that happens for me in 35 years. I plan on having a very long and strong peak. Of course you do. Of course you do. I'm loving the vintage uh, Rocky shirt, by the way. I'm trying to bring some good luck to Todd with with my Larry Walker shirt here. Yes. Uh, Bring those Larry Walker vibes. I've I've got some memories from the last time we went through this ordeal with Hall of Fame induction. I was not out here yet. What did you guys do last year? It was it was was very interesting. (laughs) It's interesting. This this will definitely go better because it can't go any worse. I will tell you exactly why that is uh, in a moment. But in 2009, Todd Helton, obviously towards the tail end of his career, this is what a lot of players do. They compile, right? They're they're maybe not at their prime, but they still can go out. They can still contribute. Look at Albert Pujols. Yeah. Like how many people would have just loved for Pujols to hey, just just go away? It's fine. Retire. You're still going to the Hall of Fame first ballot. Three four years ago, we wouldn't have had what we had last year. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like we would have had no issue with him. No. You know, just hanging it up, hanging yeah. up the cleats, calling it a day because he had an incredible career. And then he went and did 2022. He, I'm so glad he did. He did 2022. He just did it. Oh, he did. He was that. kind of the king of 2022. 
He was. I mean, we said it. Like our our favorite memory was actually his 700th homer versus mm -hmm. the 62nd homer from Aaron Judge. Yes. And I feel like that's already aging really nicely because again, it is. it's an American League record. We're gonna be looking back and going, how did Shohei Otani not win the MVP last year? Yeah. Like, well, he broke a pretty cool record. Yeah, but this guy is doing things unlike anything. <laughs> we'll talk about Otani in a second. But in 2009, uh, a year after being diagnosed uh, with degenerative back condition, Todd Helton still was able to log his 500th double, uh, becoming only the 50th player in baseball history at that point to ever notch 500 doubles. Joined a super special group of players with 500 doubles, 320 homers, and a 325 or higher batting average. Babe Ruth, Stan Musial, Lou Gehrig, Ted Williams— and Todd Helton. That is a very special class of players. That is, those are names right there. That's that's a and big time special that, group. The fact that our Todd Helton is amongst those names. Listen, we've gotta we've gotta get our right decision today. I think when you when you move numbers around and you're like, okay, 500 doubles, all right, I get it. That's kind of a milestone. That's a good solid number. Mm -hmm. 320 homers. All right, that's a little peculiar. 325 batting average. How, how arbitrary are we going to make these numbers? Yeah, when you when you move numbers around like that, it, it's because you're trying to maybe get a name or, or two in here or there, here or there. But there are certain groupings that you just can't fudge the numbers, and you're not going to get a very defined, special group of players. So while that might have been the case here a little bit with Todd Helton, uh, it, it's not always the case. It's a special group. Uh, I just spoke with somebody uh, today on, on my drive-in, Evan Thompson, uh, who covers the Arizona Diamondbacks, talking about Todd Helton. Todd Helton's a part of only a 27-person group of players who ever hit 300, had a 400 on-base percentage, and had a 500 slugging percentage. Barry Bonds is not in that group. Of the 27 guys uh, on that list, 300, 400, and 500, only five players are not in the Hall of Fame, one of which is Todd Helton. One is still playing right now, Mike Trout. One has yeah. a PED suspension and, and may not get in, in, in Manny Ramirez. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the other is uh, Lefty O'Doul, who is uh, just kind of a guy that uh, didn't, didn't necessarily play enough or, or compile, but he's one of those, uh, you know, hall of, of very goods. And that's what the bridge is named. If you ever go to Oracle Park, you know that little bridge down the, like the first baseline yeah, going yeah. down right field? That's the Lefty O'Doul Bridge. So like he's, oh, like, he's know, made his I mark on the game. I have been there and I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So that's 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 a pretty uh pretty special group uh, of guys that that Todd is is in. Now, uh he received a really major bump last year or actually over the last 2 years about 23%. He was 29% in year 2 and then uh in year 4 last year 52%. So he's jumped up a lot and he's going to still have another really big jump. Um, coming up ahead, even if he is under that 75% mark, he still should be in about the 70s. Yeah. I know everyone in the office keeps asking, like, okay, is it going to happen, though? Is it going to happen today? And I'm like, well, if it doesn't, it's definitely going to be next year. It's, <laughs> it's going to be so close. It's so – it's it's 50-50. I think maybe the odds are slightly against Todd. I feel a little bit better now than – in January of 2020 with Larry Walker because mm -hmm. we had never seen a Rocky get in. So it was like, until it happens, you just don't believe it, it's going to actually go down. And now that yeah. it has happened, now Walker got in in his final year on the ballot. So a lot of those private ballots, which are a little more conservative, they maybe have less names on their ballot. If you're private, you do not necessarily have to answer for your picks on the ballot, which on one hand you go, well, maybe you've earned the right. But on the other hand, as someone in sports media, you should want to say, hey, here's what I think. 
I would here, want that transparency from I want someone to defend in sports it. media. Yeah, you defend your picks. If you have some, if you are making mm. picks, you should have to explain those picks. You know, you should. You yeah, just it's, should. It's it's and it, it impacts these guys' lives. Obviously, um, now mm-hmm. Helton is is on his fifth ballot. So you know if. Those private ballots uh, that we'll find out about today uh, at uh, 4.15 p.m. our time. Got the watch party at 3.30. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he won't have that benefit because those private ballots say, well, I can vote for him next year. Uh, so be it. And so um, that's kind of the one disadvantage. When Gil Hodges made the Hall of Fame last year through uh, a veterans committee, it meant that every position player who made it to 50% within their first four years on the ballot, or first four uh, elections, made it into the Hall of Fame. So Todd Helton is already there. He's, he's in his 50th percentile last year. So mm-hmm. it's it's not a matter of if he'll get in. It's a matter of when. Will it be this year? And God forbid, worst case scenario next year. I don't know what could, could even happen where he doesn't get in by the end of next summer. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be a real turn of events that I don't that even want to be... think about. What would have to happen? I'm not going to say. So, um, <laughs> and it could happen, but I'm no, not going to oh say. Uh, things, things happen, man. Things happen. Things happen. Things can happen. So my, the Larry Walker story, the last time we did this was over at the Blake Street Tavern. Mm-hmm. Again, we're hosting it now. We're the spot for, yeah. for Sabre, the Rocky Mountain chapter of Sabre here in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh all, all of our DNVR diehards, the Rockies community, the Rockies themselves are going to be over here. Not like the 40-man roster, but, you know, people from people inside from the organization. People from the Rockies organization. Yeah. Yeah. The 40-man front office. Some of them will be coming yes. over. Is yes. there a 26-man front office, too? Like, they whittle I, it down? I feel uh, like, yes. I feel like there could be. I feel like there probably is. Yeah, That's so it, how they rank people <laughs> in the office. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Doors open again at 3.30. The, the announcement show is at 4.00. But pretty promptly, mark my word, it'll be like 4.15 on the nose. We'll find out. But in 2020, we all gathered at the Blake Street Tavern. And again, it was finally baseball itself, or at least the BBWAA, acknowledging the Colorado Rockies are a real franchise. They're they're a real boy. They're Pinocchio turning into a real boy. That's what it felt like. You know, and the discourse that we hear from other from other media markets across the country, nationally, other markets in general, you know, we all know that Coors Field gets dismissed and all the accomplishments at Coors Field get dismissed. So when we finally get to see Larry Walker in the Hall of Fame, it just feels like we're finally being validated. It's huge. And it's huge. It's, it's super important to have that. I mean, I was at the Hall of Fame, I think, the year before that, uh, covering Roy Halladay's induction, another mm-hmm. Colorado kid there from... Uh, Arvada West, and I, I literally went around to try to find any mention of the Rockies. And of course, much of the museum is about the history of the game, and a lot of history happened before 1993. Yes. Most of the history that baby boomers care about all happened before 1993, mm-hmm. right? And so I kind of get it, but still, there was nothing in the hall at the time. Now we got Larry Walker, Todd Helton, very much deserving, so we'll finally get to that. But it was this huge moment. And it was great. And there were a couple people that I made sure to reach out and, and call them and say, hey, we miss you. You know, we, we wish you were able to, to be here to celebrate with us and everything. It was so wonderful. And then a couple weeks later, the coronavirus came to yep. the United States mm-hmm. and the pandemic. And it was yep. like this event that, I mean, we know it happened, but it happened in a weird way. It was like, okay, that was awesome. But who cares about that? Let's forget about it. He didn't even... Uh, uh, Walker didn't even 
end up having his uh, induction ceremony until the next year in 2021, which they had canceled that ceremony and then decided to do it. Well, maybe if we have it in the middle of the week in September on a Wednesday, no one will show up, which is kind of good, but we'll still have the ceremony. So he didn't even get his, his full desserts on that. It's, but you wild. know what? I will say he made that moment his own with that SpongeBob outfit he wore. What's what would Todd possibly wear? That's what I'm wondering. Okay, what is Todd Squidward? Wear? Let's see. Who can handsome we, Squidward? Can I want to see him wearing a handsome Squidward jacket. We gotta get. We, yeah, if you're out there and you're good at graphic design, go ahead, figure <laughs> out a way. The Squidward shirt. Here we go. I don't know handsome Squidward. I don't know that reference. Tiffany, do you know handsome I know, Squidward? I know Squidward. Can we can we pull that up on the screen? Yeah, thank you. What did they just zhuzh him up and they made him? It's like it's a it's an episode where Squidward turns handsome. It's like a whole thing. Uh, it Wait, do, are it you, does, it you saying he's not normally? No, Hold when you now. see handsome Squidward, you're gonna be like, <laughs> okay, I understand now. Am I gonna catch some some feelings? He like uh, he's like got like the cheek, but honestly, like I feel like he looks like Jacques Carlo Stanton. Like that's like what handsome Squidward. Looks oh like. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, am I wrong? There you go. That's it. He, he looks like when Ken Griffey Jr. took the uh, brain tonic in the old Simpsons episode. So what's going on with his legs, We're, though? We are from two very different eras. I get all references. He does still have squid legs. Oh, they are, they are squid-ish. Yes, that's right. I, I get references from, from all generations, but... I don't see. I don't get references from, from the Simpsons. From, still on the air, I, I think. I know. The Simpsons has been <laughs> on the air never, longer than I've been alive. It will never And I have, be. like, maybe seen, like, a few episodes. Yeah, classic. Well, you, got, you got to see the baseball one, Homer at the Bat. All time. Well, I don't even classic. know how I would find that. There are so many episodes. Disney Plus. There you go. Another streaming service Another. in this economy? Can you believe it? But if you do want a streaming service, you want nothing but the best. That's why with Dit. No, I'm just. This is not an ad read. I'm oh kidding. <laughs> no. You had we, us both. I'm trying to you get had them. Us both. Let's I'm see if we can lie. get them. Let's see if we can get them in. Uh, tie them into the entire DNVR family so diehards can get even more bang for their buck. You know, they get access to the the diehards only Discord is where this? we have such great conversation. This is a real one. This is a real one. This is a real one. Um, and of course, you get 15% off your tab here when you're at the bar, 20% off all the gear at dnvrlocker.com, 20% off all the party bus and tailgates that we got going on. Susie, what, what would you want to see at a Rockies? tailgate which i don't think has ever happened because there's no like tailgating allowed we're we're trying to work on some crazy things to actually I get a real tailgate are you i don't even think you're i, I would guess you're not even allowed to tailgate you not in, in the rockies any lot? of those lots no, not in the rockies lot other ones i mean there's cars around so you kind of can't that's our Listen, challenge i that's our challenge I, I you know here's my thing there's not a lot of ballparks where tailgating happens like a little bit at the Phillies mm. just because like Philly is perpetually drunk. Why wouldn't you be a little bit, a little bit. Um, but like it's bigger in the Midwest. Sure. You know, and this is just not, uh, I don't know. I want, I would like more of a pregame, like a pregame here at the DNVR bar. Everyone hops in the, okay. in the, in a giant Uber, maybe a bus. We all go. go to the game. Stretch Humvee. Some, yeah. Something great for the environment. That would be fantastic. Yeah, no, we're we're working on those kind of things. Again, you can reach out to us uh, in all in all forms of communication to let us know what you would like to see for some kind of tailgate like that for the Rockets. Because yeah, we want to get one going. I would love some kind of like yeah tailgate <laughs> celebration. I would love to get everyone together because we didn't really like it was tough to do that last year. The bar was under construction. Yeah, 
I would, uh, this season, I think it's going to be really fun. We I think wanna, we're going to do some good stuff. We want to bring together the best of all worlds, whether it's you're just a Rockies fan or whether you're just a baseball fan. When it comes to bringing together two worlds, Bacchus and Shanker are the tag team to beat mm-hmm. reigning champs for a very, very long time. Some of that has to do with the fact they've got more than 30 lawyers. They've got 100 folks on staff. They've been helping those who've been seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. A 25-year reign as Champs. That's a long time. That's very long. I can't think very of any, anything or anyone that's been the best for 25 straight years like them. Yeah. That's very that's special. incredibly hard to beat. Um, their work that they do for you is free up until uh, you win money in your case. So no upfront fee to speak with them about your case. No fee while they work on it. No fee unless they win your case and win money for you. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, ride shares, pedestrians, trucks. Uh, they can even help if you've been injured at work. Call them at 222-2222. You heard me right. Even I can remember that phone number. Which is? 222-2222. Bingo. That's it. <laughs> Find out if you've got a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker, they win. And you want to win in DraftKings Sportsbook, especially... Yes. Conference finals this week. New customers use code DNVR. You place a $5 bet on the NFL this weekend. Any bet. And if you win $200 in free bets, that's 40 to 1. That's 40 to 1 odds right there. It's fantastic. Um, I just accidentally got your own YouTube show. <laughs> new. <laughs> It's it, you doing all right over there? No, I'm like really like out of sorts today. I was like trying to look at the comments because I can't like totally see them from here. So I was like, ah, let me open up just the YouTube link, and then it I accidentally unmuted <laughs> there it. There you go. So anyway, now we know the delay. Please is, go on. The delay is only like two seconds. It's really not that much of it's a not. delay. We we are so freaking live. It hurts. We we may <laughs> need a dump button. Right now. <laughs> De- depending on how this season goes, and I think we know how this season may go for the Rockies. We may need a dump button on set. So Tiffany. You push a little dump button, it erases five seconds of what was just said, just in case, Mm -hmm. dump button. We need one of those. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, Customers, whether you're new or you're already existing on DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, you you can have your own little dump button with bigger payouts because of the stepped up same game parlays. Allows you to basically boost your winnings up to 100%. It's the way to go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR. New customers can bet $5 on any NFL game this weekend. And when that bet wins, you get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Susie, the rumor is (laughs) $1,500 you're putting on the Eagles this week. True or false? False. It's more. Wow. All right. Eagles, go birds. Brock Purdy, what is what is a Brock Purdy? That's what I want to know. There's no, uh, there's no way Brock Purdy is a real name. And it can't be. It can't be. So irrelevant, relevant of a name. How about that? Uh, It's prospect season. Now's the time for everybody with their. It's always prospect season when you're a Rockies fan. (laughs) True. Uh, Top thirty lists, top fifty lists. Uh, We we took a little sabbatical last year uh, because you weren't on board yet. I was not on board yet. I, I was not born. You are not. So we'll we'll get back to the list. I like to do a top 33 Rockies list. You know what? Very appropriate. the first Hall of Famer, Mr. Larry Walker. Very appropriate, like that. Patrick. You got you to gotta have your own spin. You know what I mean? MLB Pipeline ranks. Uh, they're doing all the, the top 10 at, at each position. Rockies had two of the top 10 first base prospects. 
Michael Tolia, mm-hmm. Grant Levine. Uh, Tolia was uh, selected as the best runner of the group, which for a first baseman, he does actually run really well. Because his legs are like 30 feet long. He's a tall young man. He has lumberjack in his blood. Yeah. I mean, he's from Washington State. So I mean, yes. I think that makes a lot of sense. Of and that's course. why he's able to you know, play a little bit of right field uh, in a pinch, which is great. Mm-hmm. Top defender in that group. Got a 65 rating from MLB Pipeline. And according to Sam Dykstra of MLB.com, it wouldn't shock to see him bring home some golden hardware in Denver within the next three years. We've been saying this too, you know, especially, you know, at the end of last season when we started seeing him yep. playing up at Coors Field. Yeah, he's a future gold glover. We know it. Drew Romo is a top 10 catching prospect, uh, best fielder of the group, 60 grade, uh, plus arm, very athletic, agile behind the plate, good hands, great blocking skills. And uh, he's he's just great to work with. His pitchers love working with him. That is, I feel like that's everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that is everything. That's got to be great everything. for vibes and for, I, I love it. I love that, that. That really is everything. Yeah, you don't want to be going to HR going, you know, I told my pitcher to throw a curveball here and he shook me off three times. <laughs> and I really think that allowed the runner on first base to p- pick off his move. And now that stolen base goes against me. No, no HR complaints when it comes to Drew Romo. He's, he's good that. like that. No right-handed or left-handed pitchers uh, on the list, unfortunately. Hmm. Uh, shortstop list comes out today. Expect to see Ezekiel Tovar on that list. I would hope to. But not terribly high, believe it or not. That's that's the weird thing. So um, he might not even be in the top five. Baseball America, they just had their top 100 list come out last week. We talked with Kyle Glazer about it. Make sure you check out that episode. Where it was nothing but you know uh, chatting about the Rockies prospects. Mm-hmm. They're... Uh, Tovar was 17th overall on the Baseball America list, yet there were six shortstops ahead of him. Think about that. He was 17th best overall. Six other shortstops were ahead of him. Who are these shortstops out there? Well, one of them has a great name. He's the top overall prospect. Gunnar Henderson? Yes. Come on. That's a great name. That is a great name. That's a, there, there's, there's a lot of guys that, again, we might not see them in the majors this year. Um, Jordan Lawler, obviously be, being a big one. Mm-hmm. Marcelo. Um, Mayor, why am I saying Mayor? Marcelo Mayer. <laughs> I, I was criticized for my pronunciation for him recently, so now I'm second guessing myself. Like the hot dog, Oscar. So maybe it's Meyer. Is it Mayer or Meyer? Oscar Mayer, but it's. I think but he's Marcelo Mayer though. But, but I he's have. Mayer. I have a. I have a good friend who, when I met her, her name is Hannah Mayer. But I was like, Oh, Mayer, and she's like, It's Mayer. It's not like the hot dog. That's it. Hi, Hannah. If you're watching. I also have a friend named Jenna Mayer. So not Meyer. There yeah. you go. So but Oscar Meyer, I feel like might be the outlier. Yeah. A friend of mine, a musician named John, I won't give away his last name, but he pronounces his last name also like Mayer. I'm, you know, I'm what? not gonna tell you his last name though. I think we're talking about the. I think we're thinking the same person because he's one of my enemies because he's oh. one of Taylor Swift's enemies. The stand-up comedian is he a stand-up comedian? Is that who we're thinking about? He's pretty funny. Well, he he did stand-up comedy for a little bit. I don't. I've never seen it. I doubt it was very any good, really. Uh, sorry, 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 John, my buddy. Uh, outfield list comes out tomorrow. Uh, MLB Pipeline does like Zach Veen a little bit more than Baseball America, so I, I think we'll see Zach Veen in that top 10 as well. And then Thursday we see all of the top 100 list. Will we see a different four Rockies on the top 100 list than on the Baseball America list? So Tovar Veen, Romo Amador was Baseball America. Wondering if... We could see Benny Montgomery, maybe Gabriel Hughes, mm-hmm. or Warming Bernabel on the MLB pipeline list for the top 100. 
it's a fun thing to think about. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely going to be something that's debated, and uh, and we saw how, how quickly Tovar rose up the rankings last year. So mm-hmm. uh, any any anyone who's not even on the top 100, they could work their way onto that list with a really good year this year, which is what the Rockies are hoping for. They are hoping for that because really all the Rockies have right now are the hopes and dreams of these prospects coming up. Yes, and it, that can that can give you a little anxiety. The kind of putting all your eggs in that Mm -hmm. one basket, right? And if you're anxious, you might get an upset stomach. But Athletic Greens is going to help you out for that. That's what I use every day. I use it every day. (laughs) One scoop, 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, minerals, adaptogens, helps me start my day off the right way. Look, I would not have been able to run two marathons in two weeks and train for it at the end of last season without my Athletic Greens. Patrick, you're truly insane, but I'm glad that Athletic Greens helped you do these ridiculous accomplishments. I, in the middle of the summer and in the spring, like the mileage was kind of down. They kind of hadn't jumped on full time. I didn't, I wasn't getting the samples yet. Mm. And once I, once I started my day off that way, just a little 12 ounce Cup, they need a shaker bottle. If you go over to athleticgreens.com slash Rockies, you get one of those five free travel packs as well. Mm-hmm. Your supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. I don't know if it's, if it's going to allow you to run a marathon or anything like that, but it will allow you to feel your best because yes. it's true for me. I know it's true for you too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I honestly, like, I feel like I've been crushing my workouts lately. Nice. You know? Pilates, yoga? I'm a, I've been very Weight training? Pil- I've been doing Pilates like five days a week. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> That's a lot of Pilates, but is, yeah. Is there any weight training involved in that necessarily? You have some like little small. weight. I mean, like it's also like your body weight on the carriage. That's a lot True. of weight. And then like True. you do some things with, with little hand weights. There you go. You know. I like that. Yeah, athleticgreens.com slash Rockies <laughs> to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Mm-hmm. And if you need uh, to take care of the teeth, well, that's where Green Mountain Dental Group is going to be there for you to support you. They're going to hook you up because you're going to get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. All you got to do is mention us, DNVR Sports. They're going to hook you up. They've hooked up so many of our diehards in the past. If you're a diehard, you don't want to be a diehard in the dentist chair, though. Like, you want to be relaxed, right? Yes. You can dress like a diehard. <laughs> Maybe not the face paint, but you can dress like a diehard and be a diehard You know, as you walk into the room, relax, let those professionals at Green Mountain Dental Group take care of you, get your teeth and your mouth in a better overall position, and then when you leave, you can go back to to be a a diehard. That's how it works. That's how, okay. You know, I've never really thought about going to the dentist as a diehard, but... You've never been to the dentist with face paint on? At least once in your life. you got to live a little bit, Susie. I know that this is a bit, but I actually, like, am very grossed out by face paint. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually super grossed out by it. Interesting. No. <laughs> you I'm getting some real Elaine Bennis vibes over here from you. <laughs> of course, she did date David Putty, who very famously decorated his face in New Jersey Devil's face paint. Um Elaine Bennis. All right. Thank you. Thanks. I, I she was one of my favorite She's characters. She's a riot, yeah. She is Everyone loves riot. Elaine Bennis. You you gotta find your putty. You, <laughs> or maybe not. He uh that was a riot. That's the second Seinfeld reference of the day already for me. Again, Green Mountain Dental Group, that's where you go. <laughs> Free set of bleach trays, $350 value with new patient cleaning exam, and x-rays. My apologies to the people at Green Mountain Dental and DraftKings Sportsbook for me completely wrecking their ad reads today. Enhancing is the word that we use. That's In the spin zone, I hope you enhanced they, them. I hope they look at it as enhancing. It actually stretched the ad read out. A little bit of, you know, five minutes of filler in the middle. <laughs> so it's it's a six-minute ad read. That's It's not bad. 
Uh, I don't know if you saw this on your way over. You probably shouldn't have because that would mean you're driving and Jeff Passening at the same time. Oh. You shouldn't be Jeff Passening while you're driving. Did Jeff Passen do something while I was on my way here? Well, he let us know that the Royals have made yet another trade. Shortstop Adalberto Mondesi over to the Boston Red Sox for left-handed reliever Josh Taylor, which ends the debate probably if Jose Iglesias will be going back to the Red Sox. Oh. I mean, he still could play second base. Yeah. For Trevor Story, which is where he played for the Red Sox mm -hmm. at the end of 2021. So it's not still totally out of the question, but we'll prob we probably won't see him as a shortstop there. No, no, probably not. I wonder not. where he will end up if he doesn't end up with the Red Sox. Where is he going to work? Elvis Andrews is still out there. Um, Angleton Simmons. So a lot of shortstop candidates that are out there. Hmm. So does this mean Bobby Witt's moving back to shortstop where he played in the minor leagues? Ooh. Very well could be. Right, I think Montesi only has one more year left on his deal before he reaches free agency. So this is kind of a of a stopgap, you know, for for the future for Marcelo Mayor or Mayor, not Mayor. Why am I saying Mayor? That was not one of the options. <laughs> it was not <laughs> Oscar Mayor. Uh, that's my favorite kind of hot dog. Patrick, thank you. Thank you very much, Suzy. Uh, this trade from the Royals comes one day after they dealt Michael A. Taylor. To the Minnesota Twins, mm -hmm. who continue to make some real interesting moves after that trade. I know you discussed on Friday where they mm -hmm. acquired Pablo Lopez for Luis Arias. Did you know that, uh, so Arias won the batting title last year. Mm -hmm. First, uh, or rather, he, he, he blocked Aaron Judge from uh, winning the batting title and thus the Triple Crown. So he mm -hmm. could have won the Triple Crown. That might have been worthy of uh, being the MVP. But they went and traded him after he won the batting title. He was the first player to get traded after winning a batting title since 1979. Really? And that player, Hall of Famer Rod Carew, that team, also the Minnesota Twins. Wow. So the it's Minnesota just, Twins scooping up batting titles. Yeah. If, if you win a batting title with the Twins, they are going to scoop you out of town. They're, they're going to boot you out oh uh, and gosh. try to get something for you. So I, I thought that was kind of uh, interesting in, in general that they're that they're doing that. The, uh, the trade between the Twins and the Royals... That's the first one that they've made since 2014. Wow. So it's been a while. It's been nine years. But it does go to show you that you can make a trade with teams in your division. Mm -hmm. There's no rules against that. Uh, we talked about this it's at just, some point. It's just cringy. Yeah. We talked about this at some point during, this, during the offseason. Rockies haven't made a trade with the Diamondbacks since 2012. Ryan Wheeler for Matt Reynolds. Was that deal? Mm -hmm. But to be fair to the Rockies, Twins and Royals have only how many trades do you think the Twins and Royals have made in fifty-three years of their both existing? Uh, Royals, Twins. Oh my gosh, fifty-three years. I mean, I feel like both of them have made so many trades this offseason. I'll tell you that it's it's a lower number than you would have expected. So think about in that huh. spectrum, and I'm curious how close you can come, knowing. How many, on the lower they, end. how many have they each made? No, with or each with other. With each other. With each other. Okay. How many have they made with each other? I'm going to say they have made 15 trades with each other. And, and you're saying that's on the lower end of the spectrum, right? I think Over so, 53 yeah. years? Five. This is their fifth. Wow. That's... I was shocked when I saw that. I'm like, all right, let me go to the page and let's see the scrolling list of trades. There were four on there. And this one, of course, is the fifth. So I thought that was that, that is, was odd. That's actually I'm so that's shocked. Very that it's low. So low. That's incredibly low. Yeah. The uh 
The Royals are are selling, clearly. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Angels, not selling. Not selling. Yes. Artie Moreno uh, makes the announcement yesterday that the Angels, after uh, creating an you know, exploratory group, I think there were five different potential buyers, but ultimately, despite the fact that his kids aren't really interested in running the team, mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right, I might as well cash out on this, decides he wants, he wants to keep the team. I wonder why. He's not going to sell. Do we know why? Was there just no good buyers out there? Well, so I'm not a conspiracy theorist by trade, but I am someone that will look at my facts, look at my information and say, Mm -hmm. I wonder what this could mean if it means more than anything else. And if nothing really like jumps out, then then it's probably not legit. Right. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the commissioner immediately came out and was like, we applaud Artie Moreno. You know what? He's a great owner. We're glad he's going to keep the team. With him and his family. Huh. So that that kind of raised a red flag that, you know, perhaps Major League Baseball doesn't want the Angels. Orioles' situation is one that uh, is potential. There's there's a couple teams that have been discussed. Well, Nationals are Mm -hmm. are on the block. That they may not want these teams being sold right now and potentially, you know, damaging the value of an expansion franchise. Oh, that is such a good point, Patrick. Which which I I don't know if it would if it would necessarily damage, but it it could, you know, change what they want. It might I, shift it, yeah. Definitely shift. What I also think could potentially happen is you could get an owner coming in from let's say a Montreal buying a team like the Angels and saying, "Hey, we're going to we're going to move it to Montreal." Or in a worst-case scenario, I don't think anyone in Nashville would necessarily do it because they've got their group all set set up. They do. But if someone from Las Vegas goes and, and buys the Angels, you go, oh, crap. They're probably going to want to move the team to Las Vegas, and now we're not going to get those expansion fees from Las Vegas. And Las Vegas, I think, is a, such a huge part of Major League Baseball getting $2 billion, $2.5 billion maybe for an expansion fee. So for Patrick. them to extract as much as possible, you mm-hmm. want to keep everybody where they're mm-hmm. at for the time being. This is a great point, and I cannot believe uh, that we haven't been kind of thinking about this beforehand. Yeah, I, there's there's a lot going on. It's a on. conspiracy. We've we've been waiting for a while for like expansion. I, I feel like we're at the f- five year point of mm-hmm. the conversation starting. And I mean, Dave Dombrowski before he was with the Phillies was hired by the Nashville Stars. Mm-hmm. Also, that's their name, by the way. Yeah. How do you how do you like that Nashville Stars? I actually I like it a lot. I I like it. And I may end up liking it a lot. I I definitely like it a lot. I think it's a good kind of classic name. It is not to the Negro Leagues. I think it's fitting. It doesn't. And I love that. I think we need more of that. Great. We need more nods to the Negro Leagues. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think be, you know, anytime you have an expansion team, you're like, all right, we have a chance to change the game and and change the name game, right? With mm-hmm. something that we haven't thought of or something that, you know, again, the Toronto Raptors, you go, oh, all right, the Velociraptors after Jurassic Park came out. We got a dinosaur as the logo. Cool. And then stars is very not much of that. Like, all right, what's the great, exciting name of 2023? But it has the history behind it. It is fitting for the country mm-hmm. music and all that. So it's almost it's one of those names where in 10 years time, you're just gonna think, oh, that's one of the old names, right? Like oh, Yankees. Yeah. It sounds so classic. Cla- a classic baseball name. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like Red Sox, Yankees, Nashville Stars. And it like, works. It'll work that way. And it works on so many levels for that city too. True. Uh, that's why I like it a lot. Is there I a, might love it. You might. I might Let us know. Love it. Let us know when it's official. Well, but there's also <laughs> the Dallas Stars. 
Is that going to be a problem? No, there's so many teams that share names. There's two Rangers. There's but um, these are these names go back a while though. So in in recent times, I don't know how many like new t- new clubs have come up that have shared a nickname with another Big Four club. How old are the Panthers? Both the Florida ones and the Carolina ones. They came in. That's, that's probably the most recent one. Yeah, I like that. You nailed point. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina Panthers were about 95, let's say 96. And then the Florida Panthers were, were about 93. So they were right there. Yeah, you're I right. I see this as a non-issue. Yeah. They're different sports. It's I think fun. so. Yeah, I think so. And I, you know I what? Honestly, works. like, you know, uh, there's so there's so many repeat teams. Like Connecticut WNBA team is the Suns. Oh, yes. No, the Sun. And then Phoenix has the Suns, plural. I always mix it up. And the WNBA and team basketball. is Mercury. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's super That's confusing. True. So there are more confusing ones out there, more confusing name repeats. I don't see the stars as an issue. No. No, you're you're, you're right. Yeah. I, I think that's, it's it's classic from, from the classic. get-go. Classic. It's, it's a really good one for sure. So that's sort of my thought where with the whole Angels situation goes with that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of, uh, in an article written by Sam Blum of The Athletic, there's not a ton of infrastructure that the Angels have going on. Like, you know, their their draft and development system is not so great. International signing, uh, they haven't made a, a ton of headway there. Uh, they've got some stadium issues that they sort of need to figure out. They had a deal where uh, they were going to buy some of the land around the stadium there in Anaheim, mm-hmm. and that fell through so that they could, you know, have maybe like their ballpark village. Again, conversation I had earlier today, we were talking about how the Dodgers don't need to have a ballpark village around their stadium. But I think that's because they can extract as much money as possible from their fans. Mm-hmm. And you're like, eh, it's LA. I'm going to pay a ton to park. I'm going to pay a ton to get in. And I'm going to pay a ton for my my dog, my Breck brew, my beer, whatever. And then I'm out by the sixth Honestly, inning. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like Dodger Stadium basically has a ballpark village inside of it. There's a lot going on in there. Yeah. There's a whole situation in the outfield. They don't need a ballpark village. They are a ballpark village. And so, but it's also very acceptable to try to get as much money as possible yes. from each person that comes through. And you're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Whereas Anaheim, they, they're not trying to do that quite as much because they're not LA. They can't necessarily do that. Mm-hmm. So ticket prices got to be a little bit less. Parking, maybe a little more reasonable. Parking also, I will say, um, that is my favorite parking lot in all of Major League Baseball. You can get right across from the stadium. It's just it's like, it's so easy to get in and out. Yeah. And it's like not very expensive. It's pretty cheap. It's you, it's my favorite parking situation in all of baseball. If you have a ballpark village, then you can keep your prices reasonable inside the stadium, but then you're also going to be getting their money outside. It's like, yes. hey, that's your choice. It's different. This is general ballpark prices. Yes. They're pretty reasonable, especially mm-hmm. if you look up the road and see what the Dodgers are doing. This is a good price. But when you're outside doing your pre-gaming business, that's where, again, can be reasonable prices, but you're getting a little bit more from each yeah. of those people that come through there. So you're starting to see that that being a big thing. And there's not a ton of property left in, in Anna, Anaheim. I was going to say, around. I don't even know where they would put a ballpark village around there. Yeah, it, it would almost have to be that that parking lot. They would have and, to and take some space out. out of the parking lot. Yeah, so I, I think that's also an issue that could, could hurt the valuation of the franchise. And again, if the franchise value of the Angels gets knocked a little bit, that's going to knock the expansion uh, fees for, mm-hmm. for the next two teams coming in. Arizona is also reportedly looking to sell some minority shares in their club. That news came out a couple weeks ago. Oh, JJ Watt? Maybe. <laughs> Are you going to get in a group with like Chris Paul or Diana Tarazi? 
Maybe. Speaking of the Phoenix Mercury, <laughs> double shout out for the Phoenix Mercury. Go WNBA teams. Welcome to our Phoenix Mercury podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should. I need to ask Adam or like Nuggets fans, like, okay, what's the WNBA team in Denver? Like, who do you, who do you root for? Yeah, if, you, if you've got to root for a team, I don't know. I still root for the Connecticut Sun. Yeah. Susie and I still have uh, women athletes on our brains from doing trivia last night. Yeah, we came in second place at the Denver Women's Sports Collective Trivia Night right here at the Dean Tag Bar team, last night. just two people against the world? No, no, no. Uh, Allie was on our team. Marissa, uh, K Max, um, uh, Amanda, friend of the pod. Uh, new head of production, Alyssa. Yes, Alyssa was there. Nice. Second yes. place. We, we split up and the it was so DMVR cool. boys and the girls because there was like 15 <laughs> of us. So yeah. we're like, let's split up. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, no, we, I think we lost by like 0. 0.3 points. Too. I don't even know oh. how we lost by 0. 0.3 points, but it was it was really close. We had a lead. That hurts. We lost it. I know. Can you, can you fire? Because I'm hoping we have more of these trivia nights. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you give me a taste of like what was one of the questions? You know, so there were, I'll tell you what the rounds were like. So the first round was, was the first round was female athletes. Yeah. The first round was female athletes. And then the second round was Colorado slogan trivia. Hmm. So okay. it was a combination of sports trivia and Denver trivia. It was oh. fantastic. Interesting. Okay. And then there was, uh, because it's the year of the rabbit and Lunar New Year was on Sunday, uh, there was a whole series of questions on rabbits, and I strangely knew a lot of them. All right. <laughs> I kind of crushed it. Got good rabbit knowledge. I have a lot of rabbit knowledge for some reason I, that I didn't even know. I'm, I know so <laughs> much useless stuff that I'm actually such a prize at trivia. Yes, that's that's where that kind of knowledge can shine. You're like, what? It's so all over the place, but that's what makes it fun. I bet the boys team would have done better if you were there. No, they because they, they came would. in like eighth place or something. They were pretty pathetic. Yeah, I, <laughs> and I, I would I would have been careful about who I wanted on my team. Like, all right, who do I who do I want to celebrate with? Because we're mm-hmm. winning, we're winning. My team's definitely gonna win. Well, yeah, they were accusing us of cheating. I'm like, no, I just know a lot of random stuff. That's true. I I'll, I will attest to that. Like, I'm not even on my phone. I wasn't on my phone for like two hours. Yeah, I hated no, it. That that's legit. <laughs> we uh on anyway. over over on the. At DNVR underscore Rockies, a couple weeks ago, we asked which uh, Denver athlete or which Colorado athlete could raise the profile of the Rockies. The we most. did talk about this. This was that was a fun conversation we had. Yeah, because we, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he owns part of the Kansas City Royals. Um, so, I mean, does he know about these trades that the Royals are putting? He's got a game to pre- prepare for. Maybe that's why they're making all these trades. Hey, you know what? Patrick doesn't want to tank, but. Let's do we it while he's distracted. He's distracted. Exactly. Mm, everything is a conspiracy. And you know today. what? Maybe after Sunday, uh, the Bengals might knock him out. So we got to get these deals done quick. Perhaps that's that's what's being communicated. Let's see. You're, you're rooting for the Bengals, huh? Uh, I would like, I think a, a Bengals-Birds Super Bowl would be a lot of fun. That'll be good. That would be a but good one. But then the Eagles win, and that's that. And then you got to grease up the poles all again. Yeah. Start, grease start greasing them up here, Denver, because uh, I'm here. I'm Ru- going to climb everything. <laughs> Russell Wilson would grease up uh, the Rockies' profile about 17%, <laughs> or at least 70, 17% of folks uh, over on Twitter said, yeah, Russell Wilson would help the Rockies' profile if he purchased you know, part of the team. I Char- think I would love that. That would be such a, f- I've mentioned before, works. full circle moment, too. That works. I mean, yeah. Who says no to that deal? Like, does Russell Wilson say no? And like, 
look, I already kind of have an image issue. I don't need to be connected with you guys. Or the Rockies going, look, we're working on our own stuff right now, and we need to work on on us. Okay, It's not you. It's us. Okay? So that probably wouldn't work out at all. Not right now. Not right now. But you know what? It's the... You know, just it's the wrong time for that right now. Wait until like week six or week seven. Broncos are like six and oh, seven and oh. And you go, all right, now Russell will take your money. Yeah, when Russell figures his stuff out, then I think it would be an amazing, that would be in theory an amazing goodwill, like olive branch to the city yeah. of Denver. Like, hey, I messed up last totally. season, but look, I'm going to own part of the Rockies. Yeah, I'm down with that. Charlie Blackman got 24.5%. He, that that would be great seeing him around the ballpark once his career is over. Mm-hmm. But number one was Nikola Jokic. Yeah. 40%. Actually, that would be so fun. That I mean, that was what we had talked about on the episode, like how perfect that would be. There were a couple write-in candidates. Peyton Manning. Actually, okay. I would love that. That works. That works. Uh, Nolan Arenado. Uh, John Piscani. Does, does he not already own the Rockies? Well, that's does what John Piscani said. Half all our money? Nolan already owns them. Uh, and then also Bobby Lashley, a Denver guy, right? Bobby Lashley, take take two. Bobby Lashley oh. of WWE, yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, sorry, Bobby, if you're watching, we'll get you some. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Man, yeah, he's 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 an all time great. He's a WWE champ. I mean, not currently, but he's gigantic, and he's like in his mid forties, and he looks great. Someone send me a pic. Thanks. Yeah, he looks better than Handsome Squidward. And on that note, <laughs> make sure. Look, we got the thing going on. 3.30, 4.15 is the official announcement. Uh, we did see in the chat, you know, would Larry Walker have gotten in if he only played for the Rockies? Uh, maybe not. We He might still be languishing out there. Might be, maybe waiting to get in through a veterans committee, which, again, if you don't get in from the ballot, there are still other ways to get in. Um, but hopefully... Uh, Thankfully, we didn't have to deal with that. And hopefully, we don't have to deal with that now with Todd Helton. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for tonight, I think, or I guess rather this afternoon. But I think it's going to be a really fun party, regardless of what happens. We're going to have a great time. We've got yeah. some really cool stuff planned. Um, it's it's going to be lit. Worst case scenario, we come back next year and do the exact same thing, only victorious. Yes. But, but fingers crossed, it still can happen. Knock He's still wood. in a good spot, 79% right now from all public ballots. So... Uh, hopefully we see you down here on the corner of Colfax and York. Not again on the corner, but inside the business on that corner. Yes. Thank uh, you for clarifying, Patrick. Follow us on Twitter. Reach out to us on Twitter. At uh, DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been momentous, but you know what they say about momentum. Patrick, what do they say? It's only as good as your next show. And we'll see you later this afternoon after the Todd Helton Hall of Fame announcement.